Hello and welcome to Oda Games. I'm Kevin Valleen, joined alongside Logan Plant. How you doing, Logan? Doing well, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing good. We've also got Zach Ross here. How you doing, Zach? Doing great. It's the best day of the month. That it is. Uh, this is a pre-recorded episode, but Monster Hunter Rise should be out when this goes up. It so. is. Yes, yeah. we are playing happy, Monster Hunter Rise right happy now. Happy Monster Hunter Rise Day, yep. two gentlemen. So we have not... Two weeks in advance. We have obviously not played it yet, uh, but it's also no. Balan Wonderworld Day. So it's shout like out, four shout games out to that. Takes two, it takes two is coming out. Yeah, it's it's a what big a day. day. So yeah, next yeah. week we'll have a ton of Monster Hunter Rise to discuss. Yeah, but uh, as as for now, not going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about some of our favorite series of all time. Most oh. specifically, our top ten series of all time. A lot of series. That is yes. We've probably talked about some of these series, series numerous times take. in the past. I'm sure that we have some overlaps yeah. of series. Uh, but why don't we hop right into it? Did you guys have any honorable mentions that uh, that you didn't get to put Legend on your Zelda. list that you wanted to? Okay, Legend of Zelda for Zach. Yeah, Legend of Zelda is a more recent series for me. It just, I don't know, it's not found its way into my top ten as of yet, but I do appreciate it. Okay. I'd like to give it an honorable mention. All right. Uh, Logan, yeah. you got anything? Yeah, I got a couple. Um, Monster Hunter only really cared about world and iceborne so maybe after rise it could sneak into this list but for now it didn't make it uh kirby is a series that was important to me as a, as a youngin but i didn't quite make this and then things like dragon quest i also only really love one of so that didn't make it either and monkey ball had a shot but then it fell off a cliff and, and it's not good enough to <laughs> to make it my top 10 when <laughs> i really just like the first two games so yeah, those banana are blitz HD didn't change anything. Yeah, <laughs> did I, have a, I have a couple more that I thought of. Oh, all right. Thought of a couple more. Through them. <clears throat> Sonic didn't make my list, but I love Sonic. He's great. He's just oh, okay. his games are pretty bad. And, <laughs> yeah, um, terrible. And the the Walking Dead Telltale series didn't make mm -hmm. my list because I really only care about the first one. A little bit about the last one, but you know, it's a series, and one of my favorite games of all time is in it. So. The, although it didn't make the list, it was close. Okay. As for me, I've got two uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. I've played part of the first one and really like it, and played all of Xenoblade 2 and its DLC. So uh, maybe when I get around to playing Xenoblade Chronicles through, it could get onto this, but as of now, it's not. And then this one I was agonizing over, Harvest Moon slash Story of Seasons. Not the new Harvest Moon, uh, the older Harvest Moon games and the new Story of Seasons, but... Man, I now that Stardew Valley is out and just what they've been doing with the series, both Harvest Moon and Story of Seasons, I don't really care about it too much anymore. I feel like other series do it a lot better. So um, I left that one off. That was that was right up there at number 10 because I did play that a lot as a kid, um, but didn't make it on there. All right, let's start. Let's uh, start with number 10. I'm going to throw it to Zach first. What is your number 10? I feel like I always go first because I'm the least important, but it's fine. I'll just go first. Okay, so coming in at number, coming in at That's number ten. That's on you for feeling that way. <laughs> That's just entirely on my in my head, but it's you no, know, it's cool. It's fine. I'm cool. So coming in at number ten, I have Back in Daxter, um, classic PlayStation 3D platformer series that hasn't had a game in a very long time. So it's a bit of a dead series that people 
begging for new entries from uh, Naughty Dog, but they got more important stuff to work on, so I'm not. I don't feel too bad about it. Um, but growing up, played a lot of Jack and Daxter. Really love the franchise. You know the story. It's always fun. The characters are vibrant. Games are pretty distinct in terms of tone and how they play turning into gta type shooters or just strictly 3d platformers so it's it's a little jarring in that sense but they're all enjoyable i would say even though the Jack second two is, is extremely difficult <laughs> it's extremely difficult but enjoyable in its own sense okay. I, would I don't say. know if i agree I with you but <laughs> it's got some moments and then jack x combat racing which i also found very enjoyable oh, yeah. um so overall very solid series um definitely a bigger part of my youth since there hasn't been a new one but i've gone back in more recent years and i platted the first one and uh almost platted the second one i uh what did you have to I do for I, that for i couldn't find it in me to get all the precursor orbs there was like oh there's a yeah. yeah there is there's a cheat to do it where you can just like jump over a precursor orb save and quit reload and just keep doing that to get unlimited oh but that's cool like, two hours and i'm not i'm not gonna do it <laughs> not that dedicated so, to the plat so that's my number 10 uh, who's who's going second who's the second least important zach you throw it all right logan over to you now i now we know how you feel about the hierarchy <laughs> that's good <laughs> that's good uh my number 10 is i i almost didn't put this on the list because i think i i had the realization lately that I only like the first half of, of the Pokemon franchise and the second half of the Pokemon <laughs> franchise I don't really care for at all. So I still threw it on at 10 just because of how important it was as a kid. I mean, we talked about it pretty recently with all the starters that we, we care about. And Pokemon was just such a big deal every year when it came out when you were a kid. From, I would say, like, the, the whole DS era, basically, from Diamond and Pearl to Platinum to Heart Gold, Soul Silver to Black and White. That that stretch of four game releases was just really momentous when they came out, just playing it with friends and, and trading and catching and battling. So it's still on there. I'm hopeful for the next year of Pokemon, like we talked about. I think Legends could be really great and excited to revisit Sinnoh in uh, Brilliant Diamond. But yeah, the second half of that, really, Gen, Gen 5 through 8, I just do not really care for whatsoever, specifically 7 and 8. Because five's good, six I liked more than most, but seven and eight are, are just not not for me. So it still had to be on there just for how much I played it when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, I've got some series like and that the spinoffs too. Like uh, this kind of encapsulated everything. Yeah. Like I love I loved Ranger, I loved Mystery Dungeon. Mystery Dungeon was a blast last year when that remake came out. So yeah, I think I think it belongs right there in the ten slot. All right. My number ten is in a similar situation to Pokemon. I was agonizing over to we're putting this game on here or not because really i only like two of the games i haven't played a couple of them uh, mm -hmm. paper mario <laughs> i absolutely adore the original paper mario and the thousand year door i think they're really good rpgs uh the one on the n64 really like set set the floor and then paper mario the thousand year door kind of took it to the next level introducing more abilities with your partners and i thought that that was what a sequel to to Paper Mario should have been. Just keeping keeping that formula that they had with the N64 game, improving on it in a couple of key areas, uh, was all they really needed to do. Then Super Paper Mario came out. I never really played it, but it sounds like the gameplay is hit or miss, depending on who you ask. But most people seem to like the story. Uh, 
Um, so it's got that. Then Sticker Star came out. I hate that game. Uh, I hate that game so much. Uh-huh. Couldn't even get through like the first world. I found it incredibly boring. Uh, never played Color Splash. Don't really plan to. And then uh, Origami King. The more, the more time passes between playing that game, uh, the less I like it. <laughs> like, like I like the world. I like the music. I, the graphics are gorgeous. But the actual game, what you're doing throughout the entire adventure, I look back on less fondly every day just that battle system i do not like um and and the exploration is is fine but it's nothing special but i think because of my love for those first two games i had to put it on there and since it's still ongoing there is still that hope that they'll come back with an actually good game (laughs) after origami king i'm not holding out hope for it really but there's always a chance that they could come back with a good one but i had to put that on there all right, coming in at number nine, I have a one freak out, Kingdom Hearts, okay? I knew it would be I here. I enjoy Kingdom Hearts. I enjoy Kingdom Hearts as a series. I think that the the copious amount of platforms that it has released on does detriment it, and the story all over the place. It's uh, The games individually, up until three, were very good and, you know, distinct, and they all had their own personality, and they played differently and sure the first one didn't age well in terms of gameplay but i think kingdom hearts 2 is a shining example of what the series could be i liked every aspect of it and it was a you know holding on to that level of quality for 13 to 15 years before kingdom hearts 3 came out you know i i held this series in a very good light for a very long time and even though i wasn't a huge fan of 3 I was right off the bat because I really the combat's very good, and when you're in the when you're playing it, you're like this is a great game because you're more focused on the combat than anything else. And then you sit on it, and the the how much you like the combat fades, and you just start to think about the story. And the story was terrible, it's not it was good. really <laughs> bad, and it's just it's it's sad to think about. So the more I think about it, the less I like it in terms of Kingdom Hearts three. But you know, the first one, the second one, Game Drop Distance, Birth by Sleep, all the mobile ds crap i don't care about cross recoded something five eight days over two you know yikes 38 releases re-releases 2.8 it doesn't matter just looking at the main titles and some of the more key spinoffs or you know context titles like birth by sleep was a huge prequel that gives context to everything i think it's a fairly solid series and i've liked it for a very long time so that's why i put it on my list you know, it's kind of a sad pattern that's emerging already. It's like, man, this used to be great. Now it's not. <laughs> Anymore. <laughs> but maybe that's just because we're at the bottom half of our list. So hopefully it picks up. Yeah. Uh, my number nine used to be phenomenal. And then it fell off a cliff. And now it doesn't exist anymore. And that's Guitar Hero. Uh, I played mm. so much Guitar Hero in, I think, middle school was really the peak of that mm. for me. Guitar Hero 3, I think, is the one that really took the world by storm. And that was really the last good one. It fell off right after three. There wasn't a good guitar because, hero. Because I felt like after, more three, after three, Rock Band came out. Yep. And then uh-huh. Rock Band was the big deal. And then Rock Band fell off a cliff. I always preferred Guitar Hero to Rock Band. I thought that the, the controls just felt better. The guitars, I thought, felt better when you were actually playing. So I always preferred it. And Guitar Hero 3, the set list is just amazing. I still hear songs from it on the radio or on Spotify. I'm like, it just takes me right back to playing Guitar Hero 3 and... Yeah, I also loved the multiplayer options in that. So, 
That's that's my favorite one, and I've gone back and I've played a ton of them. I played until the very bitter end. I played every Guitar Hero that came out after three, and for the one on the DS with the, like the little. I did play that. Thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh huh. You you hold it sideways. It just has the green, red, yellow, blue. It doesn't have the orange fifth key. That destroy and, your hand. Uh, not really. It destroyed my touch screen from all the strumming that you do. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, but I love Guitar Hero, and I I wish that. I don't have a guitar with me right now where I'm living. I wish I had a guitar so I could bust that out and play one of the old ones. I remember uh, I look fondly back on Guitar Hero 3. I never mm-hmm. played any of the other ones, but mm-hmm. Guitar Hero 3 was was really good. By when far, that was out. I feel like yeah. everyone was I feel playing like those it. old controllers. Like... Got to be pretty expensive by now. They do. If you try to buy one of yeah. those. Yeah. And when they? the pandemic started, the controllers skyrocketed. People bought Rock Band and Guitar Hero. When the pandemic started, and now they're way it's, more expensive than they were a year ago. It's really interesting. It's super funny because it's kind of like like that the the Guitar Hero guitars and Wii Fit boards. I just saw at Goodwills and yeah. Value Villages God. all the time. So to see them go up in price is kind of funny. Yeah, I don't think the Wii Fit board will ever do that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. All right, my number nine is a series that has gotten a game very recently. Last year, in fact, I put Animal Crossing on here. Nice. Uh, I played so much Animal Crossing back on the GameCube. Uh, I remember getting together with my friends to cha- uh, trade fruits, and like we'd like bring bring our memory cards over and all, you know, grab all the fruits and plant all that stuff in, get the statues, play the NES games that were in there. I always thought that was super cool that they just put a bunch of NES ROMs in Animal Crossing. Um, looking back on the original now, it it is very limited in scope. Beyond those NES games, it really doesn't have too much to go back to besides villagers that are uh, that have a little bit more personality, I guess. Absolutely. But in terms of yeah. gameplay, uh, in terms of gameplay, it doesn't offer too much now. Um, didn't play the one on the DS. City Folk was pretty bland. Uh, but New Leaf, I really enjoyed. I thought the idea of of customizing your your town with all of these different public works projects was a really cool step forward. And then in terms of that, New Horizons took it a step forward. Beyond that, in terms of being able to completely customize your island and terraform everything, uh, I don't go back and play it now. Uh, New Horizons, um, I had my time with it and it was done. But I think that Looking back on the Animal Crossing games that I've played, there hasn't really been too many games where it'll come out and I'll just play it religiously for like a month or two, like Animal Crossing does. Mm-hmm. Most ga- most times when it comes out, like I'm gonna be there, even if even if it doesn't have a ton of staying power, I'll still play it for a solid month or two before setting it down. And those month that month or two that I play it is a great time. Yeah, it it so. absorbed all of us for about a month, and I think it absorbed most people who played it for about a month. Yeah. Yeah, and New yeah. Horizons is great because it really pulled that series out of a sort of dark time with a Happy Home Designer, which I heard was fine, and then Amiibo Festival. So Amiibo, Amiibo <laughs> Festival. Ugh. Did yeah. not play oh, I did play that. Played it once with you guys. Yep. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> but there's one series where there's nostalgia from my childhood, and uh, I can still play it today with new games and enjoy it. Yeah. Number eight, Zach. Yeah. Moving on to number eight. Yeah, yeah, number eight. Very similar in vain to my number 10. I've got Sly Cooper, which is another class- classic PlayStation 3D platformer. Uh, I do like the vibe, and I've always liked this one the most out of all of those older 3D platformers. 
Um, and this one, I think, is a pretty solid trilogy and actually got a fourth installment on the PS3, unlike Jack and Daxter. Um, the It was handled by a different studio, and a lot of people don't really like it because it made some very terrible story decisions. But stylistically and gameplay-wise, I thought it was a pretty fun game. So overall, I hold the series in a pretty good light. I think 3 is my favorite, which is, I don't think it's anyone's favorite. I don't know why. I just like the stage, the levels in that one the most. I think they're the most aesthetically pleasing, and I like the bosses the best. So I think 3 will always be my favorite. It's also the one I've played the most been a long time since i've gone back and played any of them because logan's been borrowing my collection for a couple years now three four years five years <laughs> something like that Man. he'll never get around to I it i haven't but... even known you for five years <laughs> eight years but he, <laughs> he's had his game for that long apparently uh but overall fantastic series and i i definitely want more and i know there's a whole community on twitter because i'm a part of it that wants more but uh we'll see i'm not holding out too much hope yeah, I, I gotta dive into we'll those for sure. Hop away from Ghost of Tsushima and <laughs> hop back into. <laughs> no, we need a sequel to that God. game. <laughs> yeah. uh, my number eight. This is sad. This is making me sad. Another one that really fell off. It's Halo. Halo had a real <laughs> golden age in there, uh, in the 360 life, and then ever since it went to Xbox One, I just have not cared for it. But those were some golden days of both local and online multiplayer in my childhood reach specifically that campaign and that, and that multiplayer I easily spent the most time with. And I like four more than most people as well. So that peak halo fandom was a really good time. Uh, both playing with my dad. I played through the campaigns with him playing multiplayer with friends, creating your own stupid modes and just like going to maps, just one-on-one -on -one and doing your own thing was just so much fun in halo. And again, I, I have hope for Halo, I think Infinite looks pretty great from what we've seen of it so far. There was some new stuff where I saw you can, like, push tanks off of the ring. is like how you can kill them, which is a really cool new thing. Okay. So, um, I'm, I'm just excited to see a more open Halo game with Infinite. And I think that it could hopefully recapture some of the magic from those 360 titles before it all kind of went wrong with, with, in some people's minds, 4, and in my mind, Halo 5. Yeah, 343 needs a hit. Yep. Like, it, Halo 4, uh, it, some people may like it, but it didn't have that impact that either the original trilogy or Reach really did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 343 really needs a hit. Hopefully they get it with Infinite. Like, wonder how much of a leash Microsoft will give it if they keep screwing up. Yeah. Give it to somebody else. 343 yeah. can't deal with it. For sure. <laughs> to All right, my number, uh, my number eight. Oh, God, Bethesda. That'd be weird. That'd be really weird. <laughs> uh has already been talked about a little bit i put pokemon on here that's purely nostalgia i didn't even play the last one sword and shield did not even care mm -hmm. um do not like x and y do not like sun and moon very much didn't like the gen 3 remakes but basically anything before that gens 1 2 3 4 and 5 i still enjoy uh, and i could still go back to and have a good time with and i'm very much looking forward to the gen 4 remakes to see if that can rekindle some of my love for pokemon um because of its impact on my childhood and how much I played those games both alone and with friends, I had to put it on here despite mm -hmm. having not played it in a couple of years. But I'm hoping that at the very least with the Diamond and Pearl remakes that that'll be able to change a little bit. Yeah. I think we're all hedging our yeah. bets on that for this series. <laughs> to, to get us back yeah. in. <laughs> Zach, seven. 
All right, moving on to number seven. Talked about a little bit by Kevin, but I put Animal Crossing on my list. Uh, I've been a massive Animal Crossing fan since I was a child. I played a little bit of the original on GameCube, mostly uh, Wild World on DS. I got a used copy, um, and I just stole the guy's town name. It was Tiny Town. I've been using it ever since. I don't even know the person. But, uh, <laughs> but thanks to that guy, shout out. That's now my town name for the rest of my life. But I bought a Wii for City Folk. That's the reason I got a Wii. I don't know if I've ever said that, but I bought That's City Folk and the Wii on the same day. Did I you actually like lot... City Folk? Did. I, I really liked it. Okay. I put a lot of time into it. I wonder if that's because you didn't play the original, because I feel like City Folk is the original, slightly better looking. Same reason he likes Brawl. True, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, it's all I've and ever Skyward known. Sword. It's because you started with the Wii, and you're like, you didn't know how good the East Nintendo series were prior to the Wii. <laughs> so, City Folk, I played for a very long time, New Leaf, long time, and then Horizons, I really enjoyed you know, for a while and then put it down like everyone else did. Picked it back up recently. They're like, where have you been? I'm like, I don't know. I'm sorry. Um, but overall, the series, <laughs> yeah, exactly. See you again in six months. But uh, mm -hmm. overall, absolutely a flagship series in my life. Love it a lot. Um, it's just, there's no game that you can vibe with as much as Animal Crossing. It's just, you go in there, you chill, you fish. It's just such a, such a chill time. Love it. It's really interesting. I feel like Animal Crossing, you get so in, but once you're out, you never go back. It's like you'll go yeah. back to check in, but it's like it's like almost like a breakup where you like you you keep in touch every so often, you but doing? you just yeah. never never get back into that relationship, um, which oh. is pretty interesting. Uh, my number seven is the Super Mario franchise. So I'm talking about the the core platformers, both 2D and 3D. Uh, played all of them at this point and just i just love mario just such a good platforming the 3d games specifically i i do enjoy more uh, galaxy galaxy 2 and then 3d world 3d land and odyssey i love all of those games sunshine 64 not as much but specifically super mario odyssey i think is what cemented this series on this list because i've always enjoyed mario but i've always enjoyed like some of his spin-off outings a little bit more but i feel like odyssey just stepped it up to a new level for me where now I'm eagerly awaiting whenever a new 3D Mario comes out. Yeah, Odyssey was mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to whatever comes next, whether that's mm -hmm. Odyssey two or Galaxy something 3. entirely new. I want an Odyssey two. I really do. Still, I'm I'm still holding. My I hope, hope that, for it. I just hope that they use the capture mechanic in some way with whatever comes next, because mm -hmm. I think that's a really good idea that they could grow a lot from just yeah. more and more captures yeah i agree all right my number seven a more recent pick i put ace attorney on here nice uh, i've only played the original trilogy i'm waiting for whenever they put the other games on there and mm -hmm. the japan exclusive ones there's been rumors and, and news that that they've been raided in taiwan for the uh for the japan only exclusive so there's hope that that more games are on the way for the west um but i really enjoyed my time with the original trilogy of Ace Attorney. Love the characters. Uh, the cases are, are really fun to solve. And yeah, it, it was just a really good time. And a bunch of the cases kept me gripped throughout the entire runtime. I wanted to go back and I wanted to see where the characters went. And um, I'm just sitting here waiting for whatever comes next. If they announce another game or at the very least announce some more collections that are coming over because they can't stop with just one, two, and three. I've been waiting for almost five years for what comes next. It's been a long <laughs> drought. 
for this series. But yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you loved it so much and you still have half over half the series to experience, which is really exciting. Yeah. Number six, Zach. All right, moving on to number six. We've already talked about this a little bit as well. It's Pokemon. Uh, it everyone's put it on their list. I put it the highest because I obviously love it the most, even though I love the same amount as Kevin, the exact same amount, <laughs> Gens 1 through 5, and then oh, I hate yeah. everything afterwards. So, <laughs> But that Gen like 1 through 5, I put hundreds upon hundreds of hours into these games, so it is definitely a series that deserve to be on this list. Just uh, that, that collection of heart gold to black and white is just mm, so good. Diamond and Pearl, definitely looking forward to the remakes. Definitely see a revital, revitalization of the series on the horizon. So hold out hope. I'm hold, This is the first time I've had hope in a long time for this series. I had hope I know, when Logan. Sun and Moon got rid of the gyms. I had hope when it was coming to Switch for the first time. And it's like they've just kept on burning me. I had hope for the Hoenn remakes. Yeah, I feel like this is their last this shot. This is my really. hope. Make or break with Diamond and Pearl and, and Legends. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. If they're bad, then no more hope ever again. That, I'll <laughs> say that right now. But That's fair. That's I think it deserves the sixth spot on my list just based on how much I played and loved the first five generations. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my number six, I just mentioned that I like the spin-offs Mario stuff more sometimes than the mainline stuff. My number six is Mario Kart. I have put so many hours into every Mario Kart game that has come out since I've been alive from, I, I played a ton of 64 with my family when I was really little. And then from that point on, I've loved every single one, except the GBA one isn't very good, but DS, I got that with my DS um, seven. I got at Christmas. I remember Mario Kart eight was super hype because I mean, it was one of the main reasons I picked up a Wii U in 2013 was for Mario Kart in 2014. And yeah, it's just so much fun. Lots of fun to play alone. Really fun to play with friends or family. And much like I just said about Ace Attorney, very thirsty for a new Mario Kart because it has just been ages. It's been seven years since Mario Kart 8 came out and there hasn't really been a new one since then. Just got to play them mobile games and the weird actual cart one. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Home circuit, I, AR. I need a Mario Kart 9, and I hope it comes to Switch, but who knows? I feel like at this point, it'd probably be a better idea to just plan for it to come to the next console. Yeah. It's like launch either a title. Launch, launch title or a launch window. Yeah. It would probably be smart. That'd be an incredible launch title. Yeah, who knows what they're doing with that? Yeah. My number six is a series that's been dormant for a long time. Viva Pinata. It is a series. Uh, you've got the two on the Xbox 360, and there's a one. There's one on DS that I played <laughs> uh, that is not good, but uh, I love it. What's it it's, called? It's more Viva Pinata. Pocket Paradise, okay. I think, is what it's called. Um, I adore these games. I really hope they come back in some way, shape, or form. Uh, most people say that Rare died after the microsoft acquisition but viva pinata still stands as as a really solid title in their catalog for someone who enjoys games like harvest moon uh, story of seasons animal crossing stardew valley viva pinata is another extension of that of just a very chill game of building up a garden and attracting all of these pinatas and being able to kind of design it how you see fit digging ponds planting trees it's nothing that's gonna blow your mind but if you're into that sort of like simulation style farming game, 
with a very stylized look with the pinatas that game is still really gorgeous and i really like its classical soundtrack that goes along with it uh you'll have a great time and i love those games microsoft and rare get on it we're into the next gen now <laughs> bring viva pinata back dead it's never gonna happen <sighs> yeah probably won't we're in the top five yeah Car. let's get into this Officially. zach Top five, number five. Confirmed the best series of all time, in anyone's opinion. But my number five is only a series that I've played out of the three of us. It is the Tekken franchise. Uh, Tekken is, I think, 27 years old now, so older than I am. The first game came out on PS1 back in 1994, and they've got seven mainline titles, two tag spinoffs, a bunch of other spinoffs, and I've played every single one of them because... I really love this franchise and sure they haven't all been great, but they've all been very enjoyable and they're probably the reason I'm such a big fan of fighting games in general. Um, so definitely I've spent a lot of time playing this, you know, back on PS one I played all of them. And then I think I technically started with three and then went back to the first two later in my life. Uh, joy whenever I found an arcade version of them out in the wild, I would stop to play it. I just felt like I had to, um, because they're all a little different in the arcade versions, and they're super fun. So uh, definitely the amount of games I played in this series is probably probably one of the highest in terms of just sheer number. Was it 9, 10, 11? At least 11 that I can think of off the top of my head. So that's impressive and deserving in and of itself. So I think it deserves a spot in the top five. What's your favorite Tekken? Four because it's the best just because i i like the aesthetic of it the most like the it's even got like the smallest roster too minus the like the first one but i think it's i like it i like it a lot nice i've never right. played a tekken game <laughs> there's a tekken okay. tag tournament 2 on wii u that has like nintendo costumes like mario is i have not played <laughs> that version of tag 2 but tag 2 is also one of my favorites okay cool maybe i should pick I up a wii u copy mario. Probably should exactly add it to the library. Uh, my number five series we've talked about so much in the history of this show. I put Uncharted at five, uh, and I'm not gonna, I have nothing really new to add, so I just want to say that man, I look at the fall of 2017 and every game I played that that fall because it was when I got my PS4. I played all four Uncharted's, I played Last of Us, and then Super Mario Odyssey came out. I don't think. I don't think anything will ever match that two and a half month period of video games in my life. I don't think that can be beat because yeah, that's, that's oh. an incredible run. Yeah. That's, that is quality title after quality title and to see from <laughs> just to see uncharted from start to finish like that mm -hmm. in one fell swoop and to be able to hop over to last of us. And then Mario Odyssey comes out. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Amazing. That is a list of games right there. And then if you just look at 2017 as a whole and throw in breath of the wild and Splatoon two in there also, Man, what a year for me and for games in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was 2017. Mm -hmm. What a year. My number Horizon five. Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm, uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Love that game. Persona 5? Maybe that. Persona 5. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. of Zero? That was... That was... Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah. 2017. That's the very start of the year. Uh-huh. Near Automata? Home. Oh my time God. I was on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You look, you look at 2017, and every time you look at, it, you're like, man, that year just. Like every time you look, you find something new. Mm -hmm. like, oh, man, Sonic Forces. 
Oh, Being real though, Sonic, Sonic Mania. He's my out. number five. Nice. Sonic is my number oh, five. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Don't really like too many of his games. Uh, <laughs> Sonic Generations mm -hmm. is fantastic. Unleashed has some great day levels in it. Um, Forces exists, uh, <laughs> and and the adventure games have some crap, but they've also got some charm mm -hmm. as well. But the reason I put. Yes. Uh, the reason I put Sonic on here is because without Sonic, I don't think this crew would be here. Nope. Doing this show in yep. any way. Uh, we all knew each other a little bit before that, but I think that Sonic is really what kind of brought us together and mm -hmm. uh, Sonic brings and people created together, this this friend group. So mm -hmm. I had to put it on here. I, despite the fact that most of his games are quite bad, uh, even still playing through that with you guys has been a ton of fun uh, and just experiencing that and just playing through all of those games was mm -hmm. uh was one of my best gaming memories and it's like the memories of bad sonic is so much better than like the memories of bad secret of mana because it's like with sonic i feel oh, yeah. like there's always some sort of redeeming quality like a really good level thrown in the middle or a really corny cut scene that you remember because it's hilarious or just funnier glitchy moments it's when secret man is just like beating your head against a wall and it's not fun <laughs> and it sucks and it's like sonic has these diamonds in the rough that that make the memories just really really great yeah yes so many little memories of freak outs or just the game going wrong spirits or, unite uh, spirit, spirits unite zach trying to platform off the pumpkins and the pumpkins would vanish and he just yeah. died that's the number one i think that's the level. number one sonic club moment of all time i think it's that level i feel like oh god what was i think in unleashed at one point the the voice acting said book of something but the subject that was oh six or something yeah oh, oh six it was yeah. like really random and we like died yeah. laughing yeah oh yeah amazing there's, there's stuff. some memories and there's some trials too like crashing halfway through Eggman land and unleashed <laughs> and having to do all that again oh my there's god there's some rough moments too yeah uh, but even those even those i look back on fondly mm -hmm. just because of the crap so i had to put sonic on here at number five i had to put him in my top five somehow. sweet zach number four. Oh god number four moving on all right, we're probably going to talk about this one a little bit more coming up, so I won't say too much, but I put Yakuza at number four. I know okay. Kevin's probably got it a little bit higher, <laughs> a little um, bit higher but yeah. this is a series that Kevin got me into. I played them all in fairly rapid succession, um, uh, zero all the way up until very recently uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. They've all been at least good. Um, some of them have been phenomenal. <laughs> And it's just been a crazy journey. I love the care. I love the over the top J drama feel of it. The stories are always so enthralling. The characters you just fall in love with. It's just what a series. Um, that's all I'll say because I know Kevin's got some some deep seated feelings for the series. Yeah, well, and we've talked about it a, a we talked about it, it so I can't say too much length, more. But so. I will talk about it for a little bit later. Yes, <laughs> that that would be my number four spot. Glad it cracked your top five. Oh, yeah. My number four, Kevin just beat me to the punch. It's Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. Is, is my number four. <laughs> I feel bad yeah. Sonic was only my honorable mention. <laughs> at least you said, yeah, at least he was an honorable mention. Yeah. At least you mentioned him. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I've, I've, my earliest gaming memories apart from Pokemon and, and Zelda and a couple others come from Sonic. And it's like playing with friends in elementary school and middle school and 
then the whole franchise was just redefined for me in college with Sonic Club, which I didn't think was ever going to happen. Like, that's it's so <laughs> cool that that happened. And, like, just playing through just these awful games together is probably my, like, yeah, definitely a top gaming memory. Uh, one of the most cherished, for sure, is just just plowing through this awful franchise and just experiencing it all these things i had already seen mostly some of the games i hadn't played like lost world which i hated i hated that game (laughs) uh but and seeing you guys experience all this nonsense for the first time it was great uh getting to review sonic forces and play that i played that i've beaten that game like five times which is ridiculous because it's really mediocre but yeah there's just something about like the the rest of my franchises I think are like all phenomenal like from from here up but it's like having a franchise is just not very good but you it's almost refreshing to look forward to something that you know is not going to be very good <laughs> but you're going to have a good time with it and make a lot of memories with it and yeah that's what that's what Sonic does plus all the comics and the shows I've watched over the years like yeah I I've read so many Sonic comics just this franchise as a whole has been really important throughout my life and Last year was a disappointment. The year of news, 2020, we learned absolutely (laughs) nothing. So I'm hoping that something happens soon. And I know that I know we'll meet up again to, to play it sometime in the future. Team Sonic racing was another great Sonic club that we hadn't mentioned yet. That That game's solid. That game's good. Yeah. My story is terrible, but (laughs) the gameplay itself and playing with, they made that for Sonic club. They did three man teams. Yeah. uh, Perfect. Yeah, it was uh, great stuff. But I love Sonic. To, shout out to Sonic 06 for bringing us together. Because mm-hmm. I think it all started for me owning a copy of Sonic 06 Best that I had one. for years and yep. never played it. And was just like, hey, you want to play this? And then we all got together yep. and just took off from there. That was the yeah. start. It was to Kevin for inviting me, even though Logan didn't want me to be there. I didn't know you. <laughs> I didn't know who you were. And just knew you were that guy that <laughs> sat next to kevin in japanese and i was like okay <laughs> I, you brought a minute made lemonade to the first sonic club i remember that how distinctly. do you remember that i just do you had a bottle of minute made lemonade do you remember how that tasted <laughs> yeah the pink or normal <laughs> i think it, i think it was pink oh my god Let's go. okay. uh-huh. shout out to minute made <laughs> oh <Okay>, the <laughs> games not brought the to thing. you by minute made by minute made oh man all right, my number four is a series that I hope gets a resurgence very soon uh, with the latest entry that we know is in the works, Saints Row. I talk about Saints Row a lot, try to keep the series alive. It's been a while since Saints Row 4. Uh, I didn't really like Got Out of Hell that much, probably because it wasn't optimized for 360, which I played it on. It was not very good. Um, but 1 and 2 specifically, you can look at them as, as GTA clones. Um, but besides GTA 5, which I think did a very good job of, of making it really fun to play, I think that Saints Row had those earlier GTA games beat in terms of just how much fun it was to play and romp around in. Specifically with Saints Row 2 and GTA 4 coming out at around the same time, GTA tries to go for that more realistic setting, and I think that just makes Saints Row 2 more fun to play because it's just more more wacky. The cars control a lot better. Uh, they don't go for some like crazy, crazy movie-like story. It's all tongue-in-cheek, really dumb, especially when you get to Saints Row 3 and Saints Row 4. Um, so it's not going to provide you anything deep, but in terms of, of a fun world to romp around in, I think Stillwater as a town to drive around in has very distinct areas that are fun to explore, provide secrets and things to do. And, and the story is enough to, to hold you through to the end of, of each game. 
I'm really hoping that Saints Row 5 is good. And I don't know where they're going to go from here. They could go back to 1 and 2. They could go back to 3. Saints Row 4 kind of like raised earth on that with how it went. Um, mm-hmm. But I hold out hope for, for Saints Row 5 being very good. I put so much time into Saints Row 2. And I hope I can do that again whenever Saints Row 5 rolls around. Which one did they just like put on mm-hmm. Switch? 3? 4? 3. Okay. Saints Row the 3rd, they've been doing a lot of remasters for. I don't okay. think Saints Row 4 is on there. Okay. I if I had to guess, well. they're going to go back to, to Saints Row 3 because that's the one that sold the most. But mm-hmm. <laughs> here's, here's hoping that the banana blitz effect makes, makes a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. I had shame. to put it on here, though. Had to be in the top five. Zach, we're into the top three. What's your number All right. three? Oh, real quick, honorable mention for Grand Theft Auto. I forgot about that series, but I've played the majority of them and I've always had a good time. So, honorable mention there where honorable mentions are due. But moving on to my number three. Uh, we've got the Dishonored franchise. Uh, uh, again, I'm the only one out of the three of us who have played this series, but Dishonored is one of my favorite series of all time, um, especially the second one. There's three of them, two mainline titles, and one like two-thirds game, like the, the Lost Legacy of game. I don't know. We always just call them Lost Legacy games. I don't know what they're officially called. Expand uh, alone. Expandalones, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, and there's an expandalone and a handful of DLC for the first game. But overall, there's nothing in this series that has ever disappointed me. Um, I've played the first game probably more than any other game in terms of replays, um, just because it's a fun sandboxy, do it your own way, you know, stealth game. And I love stealth games a lot more so than anyone else here. Um, So, that's very. It is. Yeah, it's one of my niches, so I like it a lot. And I, I, you know, I now with the acquisition of Bethesda to Microsoft, I'll never be able to play Dishonored again because they're all going to be coming out to Xbox exclusivity, which is which is you, unfortunate. You physically cannot purchase an Xbox. No, I, I literally can't bring myself to <laughs> Xbox or play so. it on PC when it comes to PC. Yeah. Yes, I will have to do that. <laughs> but yeah, this this series has meant a lot to me. I think the lore is one of the the deepest and most interesting lores of a lot of the games i've played up there with witcher 3 so overall really not a lot negative to say about this series i just love it a lot if you're watching the video version of the podcast uh zach's got shout outs to number four and three on his list on his wall he does which you can see oh yeah let's go (laughs) we've got yakuza right there dishonored mask right next to it yeah all right my number three this is, I'm flip-flopping what's two and what's three. Okay, I'm going to commit. My number three is okay. right. The Legend of Zelda. This is a series that's just been with me forever. Watching my dad play all of the new entries from Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and Skyward Sword. Uh, and then getting Breath of the Wild with the Switch, which I talked about a lot recently. I just love the series so much. I love how familiar they all feel while also mostly usually doing something entirely new and different. Uh, I love, even though I have issues with it, I love the shakeup with Breath of the Wild, the 2D remake with Link's Awakening on Switch, the Hyrule Warriors spinoffs, Cadence of Hyrule. They just do so much cool stuff with this franchise, and I'm excited to see where it goes next. But yeah, just I can I can always return to Zelda games. I play Ocarina of Time literally every year. Uh, that's I go back and play that. So this will be the 11th year in a row that I've played Ocarina of Time uh, whenever I get around to it. So yeah, it just never gets old for me. Uh, the puzzle solving is just fantastic. The combat's fun, and and just the world and music and everything is always just so polished and clean. So, 
yeah, Skyward Sword HD is not really doing it for me, but I'm <laughs> I'm really excited to to see more from Breath of the Wild 2 coming up this year because I think that has a chance to be my favorite game in the series if 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 they make the changes that I think that they're probably going to. So potentially your favorite game of all time. Yeah, I could I could see it. Maybe. Number 1 is pretty deep big. deep up there. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where is a Zelda in your top 10 right now? Second? Third? Um I think I have Ocarina? it. Ocarina? Ocarina is it's in the top 3, I think. I don't remember if I have it 2 or 3 right now okay, on my list. Yeah. All right. My number three is one that Logan's already talked about, and I'm sure Zach's got it on here as well. Uncharted. Uh, I won't say too much more about it because we have talked about it a lot, but I will say that Uncharted has some very deep ties to uh, to my experience with PlayStation because I never had a PlayStation 1 growing up. A couple of friends had PS2s, but I never played it. I had a PS3, but didn't really care about it. And then when I picked up a PS4, Uncharted was the first game that I played. I got the trilogy and Uncharted 4 with my PlayStation, along with Until Dawn, which we did play. We did play um, that. So, yeah, that was solid. But I have so many good memories with the place, uh, with PS4. It's got so many good games on it. And where it all started for me was the Uncharted series. I had all four games to play through. And just each one built on the last uncharted four is one of my favorite games of all time. The set pieces that they throw into those games is fantastic. And, uh, hopefully they'll do something with the series. I don't need to see a Nathan Drake back. I think that they wrapped his story up pretty well, but I, I don't want to see uncharted go completely away. I think that there's still things that they could do with the series while, mm-hmm. while leaving Nathan Drake to do his own thing. Yeah. I'm with you on that, Kevin. When I look at my PlayStation, I think of Naughty Dog games first and foremost as the primary experience I've had with that platform since I, I started with the four. I didn't own any PlayStations before that. So yeah, Naughty Dog is just tied hand in hand with what I think of on my PS4 and now PS5. Yeah. Yeah, man. They, they're they just making bangers left and right. Yep, See yep. comes after Last of Us Part 2. PS4 coming up. Excited. Number two, Zach. All right, coming in at number two. Speaking of Naughty Dog and speaking of games <laughs> we have to talk to, talked about to death is Last of Us, which is now technically a series. It wasn't a series for a very long time, but now it counts and it's on my list because it counts because one and two are both incredible games. Of course they are. We we talk about them all the time. We love them so much. Just now, visually, gameplay, narrative, it's just, it's all so polished. It's its amazing what Naughty Dog was able to do with these these really enthralling stories and all the improvements they made on the first one with the second one. Um, it's just, it's just what a collection of games. I don't, I don't know if I want a third one. I said that about the second one. I was pleasantly surprised. So <laughs> mm-hmm. if they do make a third one, then I'm sure it'll be fine. At least fine. Hopefully good. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think they would if make a third one if it wasn't going to be an amazing concept. If so, it's only yeah. mediocre. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, but like I said, we've talked about this series quite a bit, so you know our thoughts on it, but definitely deserving of the second. And second if you don't know our number. thoughts, go listen to the spoiler cast. Of yeah, Last of Us exactly. We have an entire episode dedicated to our thoughts on that a game. long episode. It's like two hours. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like two episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I actually, I didn't put Last of Us on my list because just two games, I, I didn't put it on. Uh, I, I picked ones that I had longer histories with for more games than I played than two, but 
yeah, you, you know I love Last of Us. My number two, though, it's it's Ace Attorney. It's gotta be. I it's This series is so good, it's almost ruined other visual novels for me. I go and play them, and I'm like, it's just not as good as Ace Attorney. There's just something about those games that is just, to me, on another level. I, the writing, the story, the characters, something about it that just, just hits different. Uh, and I played them in a really weird order at first. I played every game in the series multiple times. I played a fan translation of the one in Japan, which is actually one of the best ones, Ace Attorney Investigations 2. I created a Clue board game with my sister with Ace Attorney characters. I've watched the Japanese movie, which is actually really good. based It's live action based off the first game. Uh, I, rec- I actually recommend it after you beat the first game. Just go watch the movie. It's good. There's an anime, which has some original episodes. There's manga, which has original stories too, which are actually good. It's like, I think I've soaked up everything in this franchise that exists <laughs> and they've got it. They've just got to give me more. That's all I can say is they've hopefully those great Ace Attorney rumors are true because I'm I'm chomping at the bit for more Ace Attorney because it's been almost five years since Spirit of Justice. But yeah, I'm glad Kevin's gotten into it. It's totally a series I I thought he was gonna love, and I'm glad glad that he did. Uh, and yeah, excited for hopefully the future of the series. Yeah, when I think of visual novels, I think Ace Attorney is first. <laughs> <laughs> I think that four of the picks on my list have movie spinoffs. I think that <laughs> Animal Crossing has a good movie. Pokemon has some good movies. Yeah, Tekken has, has no good movies. And Yakuza has a great movie. All right, moving on. A great movie. <laughs> just, just a Oscar-worthy film. For Sonic has a great movie. Sonic does have a great movie. Solid movie. It's on Netflix now. Oh, nice. So you can go check it out. All right, my number two is one that Logan talked about before. 3D Mario. Uh, so 64, Sunshine, the Galaxy Games. Uh, I, I'll i put 3D Land in there. I'll count that. 3D Land, 3D World, Bowser's Fury, and Super Mario Odyssey. Growing up with the GameCube, despite all the bogus of Super Mario Sunshine that uh, made Kid Me rage a lot, I still have a bunch of memories <laughs> with Super Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. I think seeing it now in HD, that game visually holds up really well and some of the concepts that they introduce in that with flood and with some of the platforming that you do and the areas that you go to are are really creative and i don't know if they're going to do that again like it's very experimental with super mario sunshine i guess they kind of did that with odyssey yeah uh but sunshine is just very odd when you look at it in terms of the entire 3d mario series mm-hmm. going back and playing 64 was a good time uh galaxy uh I have a lot of memories from playing that on the Wii and the uh, the re-release that came out in the Mario Collection. And I think that playing that the Mario Collection again, uh, I like Galaxy more than I thought I did playing through it again and 100%ing it. Uh, I think that solidified that. Galaxy 2, I need to go back and play. Uh, 3D, 3D Land's a good time. 3D World, I'm still playing through, but I've had a bunch of fun with that. Bowser's Fury is great. And then Super Mario Odyssey was just on another level uh, with... The levels with the music, with the capture mechanic, making everything fresh every time you go visit a new world. The amount of things to do, the amount of moons, everything is new. Uh, it's gorgeous. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to an Odyssey 2 or whatever is the next 3D Mario game. Uh, this is probably the most excited I've been for a Mario game yeah. was after Odyssey came out. Because and Odyssey now with Bowser's was... Fury out too, like that, yeah. is, that has gotten me even more excited. Odyssey was kind of under the radar for me. Like, I was excited for it, but I wasn't, like, so hyped for it. And then it just, 
I think that's part of the reason that it just blew me away. Because, like, yeah, I'm going to pick it up on launch. It's a new Mario game on this shiny new Switch that's only six months old. But, yeah, now I'm more hyped than ever because of just how good it was. Yeah, so good. Zach will know soon. All right. We've... <laughs> you're going to get there. You're going to get there. I will. Number one. We've made hey, it. Zach, on. what is it? So, I, I does it really need saying at this point? I feel like everyone knows my favorite series of all time is Castlevania. Let's go. It's not Castlevania. <laughs> I've only played one Castlevania. It, I'm sure it's a great series. I'll get there eventually, too. But, of course, my favorite series of all time is Uncharted. I've been a big Uncharted fan since 2011 when I first got my PS3. Came with Uncharted 2. I waited for Uncharted 3 to come out. I waited a very long time for Uncharted 4 to come out. You know, I I played Lost Legacy with Kevin. That was a great memory. Yeah, I played 4 with Logan. That was a yeah. fun time. I on you know, hard. beating on hard, you know, beating 4 <laughs> Play- and Lost Legacy by myself on crushing, crushing some um, good memories this- of uh of watching you jump off that boat 8 million times. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that those games have some amazing memories attached to them and i you know i've, I've played them a thousand times over that they always hit those emotional beats they're always extremely fun to play gameplay wise they're just there's nothing bad about them i love them and they're one of the most formative you know gaming experiences of of entire genre so unsurprisingly my number one and will probably <laughs> be my number one until the day i die yeah, we're all so predictable, all of our number ones. It's like, yeah, duh. No. Ask me again in 45 Obviously. years. Yeah. That's uh, where we're at. My number one, Super Smash Brothers. Duh. Every time a new Smash came out, with the exception of Brawl, I liked it more than the last. I liked 4 more than Melee. I liked I, I like Ultimate Brawl, more than 4. Yeah, I, I don't like yeah. Brawl very much. But I still played it for like hundreds of hours <laughs> and still have good memories because that was like middle school, go over to like birthday parties, and you'd always play Smash Brothers. Um, but yeah, just the way that the series continues to evolve, adding eight player smash, uh, adding all these characters from all over the place. You never know who the heck's going to show up next. It's just so much fun to follow. The amiibo addiction was fueled by Smash Brothers. There's nothing else that would have gotten me to invest that much time and money into into figures. But I did because it was Smash and I will continue to do so. Uh, but yeah, I talk about Smash all the time. So obviously my number one. So let's go on to Kevin's obvious number one. <laughs> My obvious number one, of course, it's Yakuza. I've mentioned it many times before, and Zach kind of alluded to it as well. And we've talked about it ad nauseum, whether a new game's coming out or we're just talking about Yakuza because that happens because it comes up in the news from time to time. Um, But like Zach said, every single Yakuza game is good. (laughs) Every single mainline Yakuza game is at least good. Uh, Some are absolutely exceptional with their stories and with their side content. Um, But whatever Yakuza game you pick up and want to do, it's going to provide a good story with a bunch of fun and interesting side activities to do, whether you're just going and playing the arcades, whether you're going to, you know, go bowling or something, or whether you're doing the sub stories or whether you're doing some of the mini games that they provide. Um, Yakuza has some of the widest array of content that is actually good out of any series that I've ever played. And if you just want to beeline through the story, you can do that too and have a fun time with all the really good stories that are there. And Hey, I even like dead souls (laughs) for what it is. And I'm hoping that they bring the the samurai spinoffs, Kenzen and Ishin, over to the West at some point, because I think those deserve to see the light of day. I've heard that Ishin is one of the best Yakuza games that ever came out, and it's not out in the West yet. So here's hoping they 
do a collection of, uh, of Kenzen and Ishin at some point in the future. It's weird how uh, similar but... that is to the Ace Attorney thing. Two games that take <laughs> place in the past that people say are some of the best ones in the series. It's weird. I guess it's just harder to localize yeah. uh, or something. I don't know. Or yeah. limited appeal. I'm not sure. But uh, I hope those come out. Uh, and Yakuza is one of those series where I'm just chomping at the bit for the next game. And as soon as that next game is announced, I'm waiting for it every day. New information comes out. It's one of the, the few series where I'm just on top of it from the day the game is announced to when it comes out. And then I'm playing it right after that. Love it. So good. Kev, we are thriving with our number one franchises of all time. Yakuza gets a new game like every year, and Smash is still yeah. getting new content like every two or three months. So we're thriving. Uncharted, it's been a while, but it, I think it'll be back. I feel like even if it doesn't come back, I'm content with all of it as a whole. Yeah. It's a solid quadrilogy of games and uh, and Lost Legacy in there as well. It's Golden a really Abyss, good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zach, you ever need to play that? I mean, if I ever have access to it. I can grant exists. you that access. <laughs> he will it's your number one series access. of all time. I feel like you need to play it. Yeah. It's your favorite series I know. of all time. It's just spinoffs made by other studios always have this weird feeling to them. But it's by Bend. Like, it's Days, days Gone. gone. True. Bend has my favorite game of all time. Oh my gone. god. But it's... God, I just had an example in my head, and I already forgot what it was because I got distracted by Days Gone. That always <laughs> happens. I start thinking about Days Gone. Uh, and it the never Jack leaves. and Daxter game that everyone hates, The Lost Frontier, or whatever. That's a good example, actually. Yes, um, the the Sly Cooper one was okay. Mm-hmm. I just had a very specific example in my head, and I've, oh, I just we did no two segment about well, this, so you can go back and find that one. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Well, <laughs> Jack and yeah, crappy to this. You can go back and listen to that. All right. That's going to do it for us uh, on this week's episode of Voted Games. Next week, Monster Hunter Rise. Logan, yeah. Zach, you, you ready for that? Very ready. I think, I, are yeah, you absolutely. ready for 20 minutes of Rise discussion? I'm just going to say back. In fact, I could probably just yeah. not show up for the first 20 minutes. I could go get <laughs> some food. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> it just hit me up and I'll, I'll join in like 20-some mm-hmm. minutes in because yeah. uh, I know that's going to be be the focus Very the excited. Show, but that's, that's almost here. So... Mm-hmm both uh listeners and uh logan and zach i'm sure looking forward to uh to next week's show but mm-hmm. that is it for this week's episode of ode to games we're here on fridays although that may be in flux so uh yeah we'll find out uh, keep keep an eye out on that we have been on fridays but that may change so uh keep an eye on that but we are here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, other podcast streaming services that you may use. Audio version of the podcast is up on our website as well, odegames.com. Video version of the podcast is up on YouTube, so you can check it out there, Ode to Games as well. Or on Twitch, Ode to Games, Twitter, at Ode to Games as well. You can send an email to odegamescast at gmail.com. For Logan and Zach, I'm Kevin. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week.